0: Pittsburgh Steeler fans, this is behind the steel curtain editor Dave Schofield coming at you on a Tuesday afternoon with the Mike Tomlin press conference recap. This is something that many fans have grown accustomed to as coach Tomlin speaks on the Tomlin Tuesdays leading up to each game. This is the first one of 2022. Uh, It wasn't without its glitches, so here we go. Yeah, I mentioned about the glitches because there's been plenty of them today. Partway through the press conference, it cut off. And poor Bob Pompianti and Missy Matthews had to take it back to the studio, really with no idea what to do. They tried to talk through things, go to commercials, awkward times where their mics were on, they didn't realize it. Eventually, they replayed the press conference from where it cut out but it took a long process. Then there was a press conference for Art Rooney II with a large announcement, and they didn't have it live after they said that they would. And that announcement was that the Steelers are retiring number 32, Franco Harris. They are retiring that number. They're doing it on, on the game against the Las Vegas Raiders on Christmas Eve, which is the game that celebrates the anniversary of the Immaculate Reception. I'm still bitter. I wish they would have done, played the game on Friday night on the actual date of it. They could have done the stuff in the afternoon and still had the game, but that's beside the point. But during halftime of that game, they're going to be retiring the number um, of Frank Harris, number 32. It will only be the third number retired by the Pittsburgh Steelers. Ernie Stautners was uh, retired. His was actually retired in 1964. Um, and that like five years before he was even in the pro football hall of fame, that's when it was retired. The only other one was, uh, mean Joe green was retired in 2014. So it'll be the third number. So that was that press conference. So there you go. It's summed up. Now let's hit on everything, or at least the highlights of Mike Tomlin's press conference. Cause man, there was a lot of stuff he's excited about starting the season you know excited about starting with the divisional opponent he kept saying we're excited we're excited so i I have a feeling they're excited um he says early in the season it's more about us and our development than it is our opponents so that is the focus on the steelers just themselves getting better um talked about how they do face a formidable opponent in the reigning afc champion and representative to the Super Bowl. Um, he said, one of the things that they need to do and work on this week is they've got to put their own guys in the right position. Um, and the, and that they, and that's part of hardening up the plan, uh, to have the most success. He then mentioned the quarterback situation. Um, Mitch Trubisky is the starter. He's comfortable with him. Um, That he takes care of the ball, but all the quarterbacks took care of the ball during the preseason, he noted. Number two, and the crazy thing that happened was about 45 minutes before the press conference, they said, oh, wait, that was the wrong depth chart yesterday that you've had now for 19 and a quarter hours. It was a typo. Here's the real one. Yeah, Um, And then they switched Kenny Pickett and Mason Rudolph. I'm not buying it. I'll get to that when 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 they ask some questions about it. But they did say Kenny Pickett was number two, um, said that this was part of his development. Um, He mentioned his pinpoint accuracy. Then with Mason Rudolph being the three, he says that um, they've got much respect for him. He didn't blink and he didn't pout or anything without with that whole process. He talked about Cincinnati briefly. He said most important the Steelers have to take care of the football that they did not take care of the football against the Bengals last year. And and last year when the Steelers faced the Bengals they lost they lost both games. They lost um let's see the second one they lost 41 to 10, the first one they lost 24 to 10. So something about only scoring 10 points against them. They turned the ball over three times in that second matchup and twice in the first one. So, yeah, five turnovers in the two games isn't going to cut it. So that's one thing that Coach Tomlin brought up. Then he went on to talk specifically about Joe Burrow. He said, you know, how he um, he he's ultra-talented is the way he described him. Said how he distributes the ball to his capable guys. Went on talked about the receivers, running back, tight end. But they have a new tight end this year. And, no, it's not O.J. Howard. He did not sign with the Bengals like some people thought that he did because he was visiting and said and reported he was going to, and then it ended up not happening. Um, with the defense that he said that they have quality guys at every level. And one player he did mention in particular, he'd mentioned a lot, but one that I noted is that he did talk about Mike Hilton and what he brings to their defense. When it comes to special teams, he says about, they have great continuity is the thing with their special teams. Um, before he we went to the question and answer session, Coach Thomas said they had a good bonus day at work yesterday on Monday. You know, got then guys were at the facility today doing on their own things because it's the player's day off, getting their individualized treatment and workouts, things of that nature. He opened it up for questions. Okay. Um the The, the um, he was asked a question about some of these questions were really hard to hear on the on the replay, so I'm going to do my best. But he was asked a question about um if Kenny was set to get all the practice reps as the number two. and he said yes, um with a depth chart, he called it a clerical error, sorry, a clerical error. He said there was a cut and paste component to it that didn't happen. there his explanation was that was the. That was what they had going into the, the the preseason, and they didn't make the change when they announced it. Now, could I can, can you buy that? Sure. But why did it take 19 and a quarter hours for them to fix it? To me, it was intentional that they didn't fix it until right up to the press conference. Um, I don't know if there was – you could read into it any way you want to, and you might be overthinking it. I'm sure I've overthought it. Um, I even like to say, hey, maybe – Maybe uh, maybe someone made the decision that they wanted to have Mason dressed as the backup because that does make sense because he has, has the uh, experience doing that. But it also makes sense. I, I'm fine with it. However, the Steelers decide to do it. I think they could arrange their three quarterbacks in any way, and there's a way to say how it does make sense. People who thought it was absolutely crazy. It wasn't absolutely crazy. It really wasn't, um, but it could have been that maybe everyone wasn't on the same page. Maybe this was someone where so, where someone stepped in and had to override something. Maybe Coach Canada wanted wanted Mason Rudolph as the backup, and Coach Tomlin stepped in and said no. Maybe Coach Tom wanted it. Dart Rooney stepped in. And said, I'm not saying any of those really happened. Those are some of the speculations that could be put out there. To me, the biggest the biggest thing is there's no way they waited that long and didn't know that that was the mistake. No way. No way they didn't know. They intentionally waited until just before the press conference to change it. I'm surprised. Uh, Maybe they had to put out a, maybe they were required to do it on Monday with their depth chart. I'm surprised they just didn't wait to do it until during or after the press conference. Um, Or if they wanted to wait and announce at the press conference, list all three guys as number one, and then announce at the press conference. You know, there's other ways around it, but to me, I don't buy, if it was a clerical error it was an intentional clerical error because that could also be the case. That's just there. I'll get off my soapbox now and we'll move on about that. Um, although it'll come back up again later. Uh, the QB separation. Um, um, these um, that uh, coach, uh, you know, all he said, all all the guys, you know, they, they competed well all of them, and he said that that Kenny really got better through the whole process. Um, he was asked if there was only one inside linebacker on the field in certain packages, who's it going to be? Coach Tallman said, wait and see. He also said it doesn't necessarily mean it'll be the same guy in every package. Um, he was asked about Mitch Trubisky as a leader. Um, the main thing Coach Tom said is he didn't know much about him before this process, but you know, he's really gotten to know Mitch as it's gone on, things of that nature. A lot of Coach Tallman speak. Um, um, and he's Coach Tom did say that the quarterback depth chart is a continually ongoing process. Just because that's what it is right now doesn't mean that's what it's going to continue to be. And that's what I tried to say yesterday whenever it was Mason Rudolph 2 and Kenny Pickett 3. Doesn't mean it's going to stay that way. And it didn't even stay that way 24 hours. And that's okay. But it wasn't crazy to think that that was the way it was going to start. But it's also not crazy to think that Kenny Pickett's going to work his way up that chart. So uh, I think a lot of us would like to see Um him to to be there. I'd like to see Kenny Pickett when he's ready. And when is he ready? Whenever the coaches deem that he is. Um, they, he was asked about the offensive line and their new technique. Uh, Coach Tallman says that there's a cohesion component to it. Um, that that he's not expecting um, the growing pains to to cease instantaneously that this is a process that they're going to be continuing to work through with the offensive line. Uh, he was asked about Jalen Warren he said that he was highly consistent um, and he said that um, that uh, his his that roles are gained and diminished based on performance. So that's another one of those depth charts that could that could change at any time. He was asked about the Bengals' new offensive line, and Coach Tom said it's somewhat of a mystery. Didn't get to see it much in the preseason, um, but there's going to be things about the Steelers that are going to be a mystery for the Bengals as well. Uh, let's see. He talked to. He was asked about the leader setting the tone for the team, and he said that he told them, "Don't try too hard. Just let it come to you." He was asked about Deontay Johnson's um, and his availability this weekend. He said ah, participation will be the guide. As for um, he was asked about T.J. Watt following up his twenty twenty one. And when Watts asked about it, he makes it all about the team, and that's his goals. Tomlin agreed with him. Said, "Yeah, he likes that." He he says, "I agree with T.J." the the offense the off, he was asked about offense expectations because he said that he he expect you know the the defense to be a championship caliber defense um, and coach Tomlin says that the defense has more continuity so they should be ahead of the offense but he expects the same out of the offense just uh, understands it might take a little bit more to get there um, he was asked about um, expectations as, as of the returners particularly Gunnar Olshewski um, he says he's looking for playmaking. He was asked about Kevin Dotson being listed as the starting left guard over Kendrick green. He just said Dotson played better than KG. Um, he was, then they asked him about, you know, this is a playing a team that was just in the super bowl when them trying to get back to it. And Tom was like, we're all trying to get back to it. Most people trying to get to it to, for the first time. He says it is a tough business. And he's like 32 coaches. Only two of them get there each year. It's a, it's an accomplishment. Um, he was asked if he would dress all three quarterbacks. He said he would not. Um, then he was he was asked about having a big week one last year, you know, going into Buffalo, winning that game. He said, hey, that that came down to a splash special teams play. You've got to be on top of your game the whole time. Um, uh, was asked if he needed – if he had to explain the clerical error to the quarterbacks. He said he didn't have to. That tells me it wasn't a clerical error, but oh well. Um Said about uh, keeping Mason happy. He was asked about what he needs to do to that. He's like, our job's to win football games, not not keep people happy. So that's their focus. He was asked about their about their um, about the cornerback group and what they're going to do. He said he loves their fluidity and their communication. Was asked if he learned anything to adjust to a three game preseason. He said it was as it was expected. Um, was asked if Terrell Austin, or sorry, Terrell Austin, went up upstairs or downstairs as the defensive coordinator. He says they have not decided. Um, he was asked about Levi Wallace being listed as the second team corner. He said, "Hey, you guys know that the third cornerback." plays a lot. So just remember that Um, he was asked about miles Jack, what he thought of him. He says he's a linebacker at all times, 24 hours a day um, and said, it's really been um, he's really enjoyed the get to know you phase was asked if he was going to have to scheme anything specifically to replace the loss of uh, Demonte KZ said they hadn't really said anything specifically schematically um, at that time. So, that role isn't, isn't something that was definitely set in stone anyway. So they're just going with what they have. Um, let's see. Some of these – oh, yeah, he was asked about the possibility of Cincinnati hanging a banner as part of their pregame stuff um, on Sunday. And if that's any motivation, and he's like um, – um, he doesn't go for that low-hanging fruit. He's like, this is professional football. You Just stepping on the field should be motivation enough things like that he says um alex highsmith is you know they're they're expecting him to be available to our practice this week which would make him available for the game um and how much are they going to use the new guys that they just got last week such as um malik reed and jameer jones he's like we'll see we'll see how the week goes um and then the last thing he was asked about was about you know devin bush and miles jack working together he called it a big brother little brother um Relationship and he's just excited to see how they work collectively. So, who that was the end of it? That was the Mike Tomlin press conference for Tuesday for Week One. Who we got it eventually. Everything worked out. So, hey, make sure if you're just coming back because hey, the, the games about ready to happen this week. Make sure you're checking out our whole lineup of podcasts. We will continue to bring you everything. We've got a new show on Sunday mornings that just gives a little quick recap of last minute thoughts going into the game. We've got our regular Monday lineup with Let's Ride on on a Monday line, regular morning lineup with Let's Ride on Monday, Wednesday, Fridays. Um, the Cutting Room Floor on Tuesdays, Stat Geek Thursdays, our noon lineup there with all those great shows, and then our evening lineup with our with our shows that go out live on YouTube and Facebook. So make sure you're checking all that out and that you're checking out BehindTheSteelCurtain.com, your one-stop shop for all things Pittsburgh Steelers. So uh, this is Mike Tomlin's press conference. We will hear again from him after the game on Sunday, and we'll be back with another recap. So uh, to finish it up, we've got to say it, go Steelers.